There's no one here to scare. I officially scared Mac away, um, and he is dead and now a ghost. Ookie spooky. No. Um, guys, this podcast is going to be a little bit different, and I am not even filming it on our uh, professional mics or anything of that sort because I don't have batteries. But this podcast is called Messy, and I am doing my best to put out something because Mac is busy today and I am trying to pull something together out of my ass last minute so that we have something to post. Normally we would just do nothing, which seems to be our MO. But you know what? Mac covered my ass. He really stepped up while I was in prison rehab in my grandma's basement. So I looked at myself and said, Self, <laughs> why don't you try for once? So welcome to Mike's Ookie Spooky Spooktacular. We're gonna be reading creepy pasta. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is a good idea. I don't know how interesting or funny this is gonna be, but it's better than nothing. And I would say that's just like sex, but I don't know if you're anything like me, but I've had sex where sometimes I would have definitely um, preferred nothing. So, uh, yeah. This is gonna be a spooky spooktacular of spookiness. We're gonna read creepy pasta. It's just gonna be you and me. I'm gonna try not to yell, which I know is different. I've already yelled once during this, this podcast. I'm gonna to try to be, you know, a little calm, a little cool, collected, and, uh, and, and do my best. Let's see if I can hold a podcast all my own. I don't think I'm gonna be able to. It's a lot of talking. Uh, so there might be some struggling, especially if I'm going to be reading an entire story. As we all know, I struggle to read my segment alone because uh, I am a pigeon. If you don't know what that means, hi, welcome to the podcast for the first time ever. Um, today I'm going to call myself Crow because we're spooky and that's what's going to be happening. I found a story that's supposed to be really popular. Guys, by the way, I've never read Creepypasta, so this is all new to me. I'm sorry if it's not new to you. Um, full honesty and transparency. I'm transparency. Transparency. I am doing this because I remember Jenna and Julian used to do this on their podcast, RIP. I miss you guys every day. Um, and I said, I want to do that. A, because I enjoyed them. And B, because... It's the only thing I could think of being able to successfully get done at 10.30 at night with minimal effort last minute. So, <clears throat> I found a video, uh, video, I found a story called Mr. Wide Mouth. Oh, God, the, the, the possibility for puns. Mr. Wide Mouth. What, what, how, is that, how is that a horror film? I feel like there's so many things you could do that's that's like fun with a wide mouth. No? Is that is that is that just me? I think there's opportunity. Here, let's do this real quick. You know what we should put on? We should put on some background ooky spooky spectacular music, no? 
Here, what do you what do you type in real quick? Let me do this. I'm gonna type in um, royalty royalty free spooky music. Oh God, I'm not even gonna be able to tell how it sounds because I can't hear it while I'm recording it. Well, welcome to Messy. All right, all right, here we go. This is just like my Twitch streams. If you guys aren't following me on Twitch, why the fuck not? What's wrong with you? Sip it Sundays every Sunday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST. Uh, let's see, Halloween mix. What's this? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on! Don't do this to me. Don't embarrass me live on the internet in front of all my friends, in front of the cast. Don't do this to me in front of the cast. You're gonna make me yell. I'm trying not to yell. I'm trying so hard not to yell. Don't do this to me. Okay, let's try to reload it. No? I'm about to say go fuck yourself. Okay, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. T -t Don't tell me my internet's not working now. Guys, no, 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 we're not doing that. Royalty free spooky music. Oh God, I can't be struggling this early. One hour of royalty-free horror music. Bitch, fuck it up. All right, fuck you, whatever was wrong with you. Come on, please. Come on, please. Please. Whatever, I'm putting it in in the editing. Everyone, fuck off. Here we go. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wide Mouth. I don't know why I didn't think of that in the beginning. Mr. Wide Mouth. All right. <coughs> During my childhood, my family was like a drop of water in a vast river, never remaining in one location for long. We settled in Rhode Island. Why? That's the scariest thing so far. Why Rhode Island? I'm sorry to everybody that lives in Rhode Island, but <laughs> I remember I visited Uni University of uh, Rhode Island, and I was like, hell no. <laughs> I hope someone listening to this went to the University of Rhode Island and comments, fuck yourself, Mike. Anyway, <clears throat> When I was eight, and there we remained until I went to college in Col Colorado Springs. Now we're talking. Colorado Springs is getting fucking stoned as hell, bitch. Yeah, let's go. <clears throat> Most of my memories are rooted in Rhode Island. But there are fragments in the attic of my brain which belong to the various homes we had lived in when I was much younger. Most of these memories are unclear and pointless chasing after another boy in the backyard of a house in North Carolina, trying to build a raft to float on a creek behind the apartment we rented in Pennsylvania, and so on. In my case, giving hand jobs in the woods behind the KFC in high school, whatever. <clears throat> but there is one set of memories which remains as clear as glass, as though they were just made yesterday. I often wonder whether these memories are simply lucid dreams produced by the long sac sick sickness. Oh my God, crow, I'm a crow, shut up. Sickness, P produced by the long sickness I experienced that spring. But in my heart, I know they were real. We were living in a house just outside the bustling metropolis of New Vineyard, Maine, population 643. It was a large structure, especially for a family of three. There were a number of rooms that I didn't see in the five months we resided there. In some ways, it was a waste of space. But it was the only house in the market at the time, at least within an hour's commute to my father's place of work. The day after my fifth birthday, extended by my parents alone, I came down with a fever 
The doctor said I had mononucleosis. Oh, pause, bitch. I had mononucleosis once, and I didn't even get it from like making out like everyone gets it, and that's the fun way. I got it from stress. Like, what a bitch way to get mononucleosis. I got it because I was trying to lose weight from football, and I had to lose like 20 pounds in two months when I was in eighth grade, and they fucking kicked my ass so hard, and I was so stressed out about it that I lost the 20 pounds, but apparently mono can cause... I mean, apparently stress can cause mono. I don't know if that's true or not, fact check, but that's what I was told. Uh, and I didn't even get to play. So I lost all that weight and had all those issues engraved into my brain for, for nothing. And that's how I got syphilis. No, okay, let's keep going. I don't, ex wait, 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 where was I? Okay. I don't exactly recall how I, what, how, I don't exactly recall how I met Mr. Widemouth. If I ever write a story about hooking, that's what that's that's what I want. Uh, that's what I want the first sentence in my book to be. <laughs> I thought it was about a week after I was diagnosed with mono. My first memory of the small creature was what? Wait, hold on. The small creature. His name is Mr. Widemouth. My first memory of the small creature was asking him if he had a name. He told me to call him Mr. Widemouth because he has a large mouth. If you're a child, a sick child nonetheless, and you meet a stranger for the first time with a large mouth and he tells you to refer to him as Mr. Widemouth, leave, run, ask for an adult, call the police, don't get in his van, don't take his candy, and clench your orifices, get the fuck out of there. What? Uh-uh. Not, not Mr. Widemouth, honey. Not, 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 not Mr. Widebussy himself. Also, I just learned that people say call throats a thrussy, and I want to kill myself. That's the story for another day. Anyway. <clears throat> In fact, everything about him was large. <laughs> In comparison to his body, his head, his eyes, his crooked ears... But his mouth was by far the largest. What about that dick? <laughs> what about that dick? I mean, this is a child, so I shouldn't be saying this. But, like, if I was an, a consenting adult writing this, I would have, I would have, I would be questioning about the dick. I would just be very, I'm a curious person. Anyway. You look kind of like a Furby, <laughs> I said as he flipped through one of my books. Mr. Widemouth stopped and gave me a puzzled look. Furby? What's a Furby? He asked. I shrugged. You know, the toy. The little robot with big ears. You can pet them and feed them almost like a real pet. Bitch, I had a Tamagotchi. Much better. Much better than a fucking Furby. I was never into Furbies. Tamagotchis you can, like, kill. And there was some kind of satisfaction in that. You do the same with Furbies, but then you gotta buy a new one. Fucking suck. Anyway. Oh, Mr. Widemouth resumed his activity. You don't need one of those. They aren't the same as having a real friend. I remember Mr. Widemouth disappeared every time my mother stopped by to check on me. I lay under your bed, he later explained. What? <laughs> is this an actual person or is this... Oh, is he a monster that just appeared? Is there a whole piece of this, this I missed? I'm trying not to yell. Hold on. Ooh, calm, Michael. Ookie spooky. Ookie spooky, Michael. Okay, okay. I lay under your bed, he later explained. I don't want your parents to see me because I'm afraid they won't let us play anymore. 
This is triggering me. For reasons we don't need to get into. But I have been told this before. And if anyone else is triggered by this, I'm, I'm sure you were too. Or anyone out there, if anyone ever says that to you when you were underage and not consenting, tell an adult. <laughs> Please. Anyway. <clears throat> we didn't do much during those first few days. Mr. Widemouth just looked at my books, fascinated by the stories and pictures they contained. The third or fourth morning after I met him, he greeted me with a large smile on his face. I have a new game we can play, he said. We have to wait until after your mother comes to check on you because she can't see us play it. It's a secret game. Am I not gonna be able to post this? I'm a 29 year old man with trauma, but I'm getting like, I'm getting a little fucked up. I'm, okay, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish this. But if it's going where I think it's going, I'm not going to post this. Just trigger warning now. I, trigger warning now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even going to bring it up. Okay. <clears throat> After my mother delivered more books and soda at the usual time, Mr. Widemouth slipped out from under my bed and tugged my hand. We have to go to the room at the end of the hallway, he said. I objected at first, as my parents had forbidden me to leave my bed without their permission, but Mr. Widemouth persisted until I gave in. The room in question had no furniture or wallpaper. Its only distinguishing feature was a window opposite the doorway. Mr. Widemouth darted across the room and gave me the window a, and gave the window a firm push. Fuck, I was doing so well. Flinging it open, he then beckoned me to look out at the ground below. We were we were on the second story of the house, but it was on a hill, and from this angle, the drop was farther than two stories down to the incline. I like to play pretend up here, Mr. Widemouth explained. I pretend that there is a big soft trampoline below this window, and I jump. If you pretend hard enough, you bounce back up like a feather. I want you to try. Girl, girls, 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 girls. If a short man with a large mouth who doesn't want your parents to meet him or know about him who lives under your bed tells you to jump out a window to bounce back off an imaginary trampoline. Don't? Like, like, don't. Is this, is, is this like a thing that's like real? Do I need to say this? Because normally you would think I would, I'm, I'm speaking too loud. I'm speaking too loud. I'm probably peeking this mic. Fuck. Mac is going to yell at me. Mac is going to yell at me. Mac hits me. Mac, guys, you don't even know me. You don't even know what I got through. He hits No, I'm not going to. That's triggering. Anyway. <sighs> I was a five-year-old with a fever. <laughs> so only a hint of skepticism darted through my thoughts as I looked down and considered the possibility it's a long drop, I said. You know what? I'm not going to shit on him because when I was five years old, I thought I was from the Moon Kingdom, the Moon Kingdom that Sailor Moon lived in. I sincerely thought I was from the Moon Kingdom as well. So with that being said, I'm going to let this slide. Um, I also started training to defeat the androids when I was 12, when I started watching Dra Dragon Ball Z, um, Z. I was very into anime. In secret, I was. Uh, that's a little hint to what my costume this year is going to be if you haven't seen any of the hints already, but there's that. Anyway. All right, here we go. 
But that's all part of the fun. It wouldn't be fun if it was only a short drop. If it were that way, you may as well just bounce on a real trampoline. What? What? Fuck this big ass mouth guy. Anyway, I toyed with the idea, picturing myself falling through thin air only to bounce back to the window on something unseen by human eyes. But the realness in me prevailed. Maybe some other time, I said. I don't know if I have enough imagination. I could get hurt. Mr. Widemouth's face contoured into a snarl, but only for a moment. Anger gave way to disappointment. If you say so, he said. He spent the rest of the day under my bed, quiet as a mouse. The following morning, Mr. Widemouth arrived holding a small box. I want to teach you how to juggle, he said. Here are some things you can use to practice before I start giving you lessons. I looked in the box. It was full of knives. My parents will kill me, I shouted, horrified that Mr. Widemouth had brought knives into my room, objects that my parents would never allow me to touch. I'll be spanked and grounded for a year. Mr. Widemouth frowned. It's fun to juggle with these. I want you to try it. So is so is Mr. Widemouth just like a monster that tries to get you to hurt yourself? That's it? That's the scariest thing Mr. Widemouth does? Then why the fuck is he have a wide mouth? What is the purpose of the mouth? What is the purpose of this mouth? That's a waste of a wide mouth. If I, it, Also, by the way, it would be so easy to get me to hurt myself. By the stories I was talking about, it, he would literally just be like, hey, try this. And without even a simplest, like... Objection. I, I honestly, I love how I was talking shit earlier. I'd probably be like, okay. If he waited a few years to when I was a teenager doing all kinds of terrible shit to myself, I probably would have been intoxicated or under some kind of influence of something where I literally would probably not have even questioned it. Please don't be, a, don't be like Michael. I feel like I am in the physical embodiment of those memes where it's like, don't be like, insert name here. Be better. <laughs> be, be better. I am not... I am not a role model, for the love of God. Anyway, back to Mr. Widemouth. I pushed the box away. I can't. I'll get in trouble. Knives aren't safe to just throw in the air. Mr. Widemouth's frown deepened into a scowl. He took the box of knives and slid under my bed, remaining there the rest of the day. I began to wonder how often he was under me. <laughs> nope. Nope. I started having trouble sleeping after that. Mr. Widemouth often woke me up at night, saying he put a real trampoline under the window, a big one that I wouldn't see in the dark. I always declined and tried to go back to sleep, but Mr. Widemouth persisted. Sometimes he stayed by my side until early in the morning, encouraging me to jump. He wasn't so fun to play with anymore. My mother came to me one morning and told me I had her permission to walk around the house. She thought the fresh air would be good for me, especially after being confined in my room for so long. Ecstatic, I put on my sneakers and trotted out to the back porch, yearning for the feeling of sun on my face. Mr. Widemouth was waiting for me. I have something I want you to see, he said. I must have given him a weird look, because then he said, it's safe, I promise. I followed him to the beginning of the deer trail, which ran through the woods behind the house. This is an important path, he explained. I've had a lot of friends about your age. 
When they were ready, I took them down this path to a special place. You aren't ready yet, but one day I hope to take you there. I returned to the house wondering what kind of place lay beyond the trail. Two weeks after I met Mr. Widemouth, the last load of our things had been packed into the moving truck. I would be in the cab I would be in the cab of the of the truck sitting next to my father for the long drive to Pennsylvania. I considered telling Mr. Widemouth that I would be leaving, but even as but even at five years old, I was beginning to suspect that perhaps the creature the creature's intentions were not to my benefit, despite what he said otherwise. For this reason, I decided to keep my departure a secret. My father and I were in the truck at 4 a.m. He was hoping to make it to Pennsylvania by lunchtime tomorrow with the help of an endless supply of coffee and a six-pack of energy drinks. He seemed more like a man who was about to run a marathon rather than one who was about to spend two days sitting still. Early enough for you, he asked. I nodded and placed my head against the window, hoping for some sleep before the sun came up. I felt my father's hand on my shoulder. This is, la- this is the last move, son, I promise. I know it's hard for you. As sick as you've been, one day daddy gets promoted, we can all settle down and you can make friends. I opened my eyes as, as we backed out of the driveway. I saw Mr. Widenmouth's silhouette in my bedroom window. He stood, motionless, until the truck was about to turn onto the main road. He gave a pitiful little wave goodbye, steak knife in hand. I didn't wave back. Bitch! Hello? Also, can I just humble brag? I got through like two paragraphs and read that shit full lawlessly, bitch. Anyway. Years later, I returned to New Vineyard. The piece of land where our house stood upon... Upon was, wait, fuck, I was just talking shit. Anyway, the piece of land our house stood upon was empty, except for the foundation. As the house burned down a few years after my family left, out of curiosity, I followed the deer trail that Mr. Widemouth had shown me. Part of me expected him to jump out from behind a tree and scare the living bejesus out of me, but I felt that Mr. Widemouth was gone, somehow tied to the house that no longer existed. The trail ended at the New Vineyard Memorial Cemetery. I noticed that many of the tombstones belonged to children. This had a 9.8 rating. That's it? That's it? What did he do? What did he need a mouth for? What did he, what did he need a big ass mouth for? Fuck that. Fuck that. That sucked. No one even died. No one even got scared. And you didn't tell anybody that there was a creature with a large mouth trying to get you to hurt yourself? Living under your bed? Yeah, you were smart enough to... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You were smart enough to realize that this person didn't have the best intentions, maybe, after they were trying to get you to jump out of a fucking window and juggle with knives and tell you not to tell your parents. But you didn't have the fucking common sense to tell your fucking pa- What? What? That was stupid. That was stupid. That was stupid. Oh, I can't stop now. I can't stop now. Fuck. Fuck! These are supposed to be good. <laughs> I wish Mac was here.
That was so fucking dumb. That was so fucking dumb. I'm going to title this Disappointed by Creepypasta. Mike's Spooky Spectacular sucks. What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, no. That sucked. What? Is there any? Is there shorts? Is there shorts? That was under top ranked, guys. That was under top fucking ranked. Pissed. I'm pissed. I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed. I'm so fucking pissed. I, I don't... Whatever. This is what we were doing today. I hope you guys enjoyed my little short podcast. <laughs> so stupid. It's so... It's so fucking stupid. Oh, guys. I just wanted to do something fun and spooky. That's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to read a quick fun story with you. But apparently, I mean, maybe you did like it. In the comments below, let me know if you liked it. Did I do a good time? Did, 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 I can't speak. Did I do a good job reading? What do you think about Creepypasta? What did you think about that story? What would you rate it? I would rate it a two out of five. Maybe a three, if he died. I love how I want, wish the kid would die. I'm not a fan of kids. What does it say about me? I don't know. Maybe next year, me and Mac will write our own like horror horror story with us in it. I feel like that would be funny. I know Mac wishes he could be here. I just wanted to do this because I hate skipping weeks, even though this is like a short little bit of fun. Um, but I wanted to come on here and tell you guys, I hope you have an amazing Halloween. And uh, tweet at us your Halloween costumes so we could see them and maybe put them in an episode for next year, that, our little Halloween uh, contest. That was a lot of fun. We have a lot of stuff we want to do on Patreon coming out. We are going to, I think, get uh, discount Halloween candy and review them either in a podcast or on a Patreon special. Links to that is in the description below. I also want to get like a bunch of pumpkin products, pumpkin spice products and shit like that from Trader Joe's and react to that. Those are like Patreon video ideas. So that's going to be coming soon. Um, be sure to be following us ac across all social media. You could find uh, us everywhere at MessyPod. And Mac's not here, so he's not doing his shout out thing. I just want to say a special thank you to everyone. <laughs> that's been watching and supporting this podcast. This is like one of my favorite things to do out of everything I do on the internet. You, This community that we've created, I really, really do love it. And I love that we can do fun like things like this that I don't have to like stress out about. I could just like, you know, hang out and talk to you guys and hang out with my best friend and have like, you know, a special relationship with all of you guys. I love interacting with all of you across social media. Uh, you can follow Mac at MacDoesIt and you can follow me at Mike MGTV or just go fuck yourself. Um, and yeah, we have a, like a month left before our break. I don't really know the f actual dates yet, but I know this podcast is going to be going in a month break because apparently all other podcasts do that. Me and Mac have been noticing that like other people give themselves a break and we just like kind of burn out and that's why we end up skipping weeks and I don't want to do that. I want us to be able to commit, but season three is coming to an end, guys. I think... It's going to go to, like, right before Christmas. So we have, like, another little over a month. And then we're going to take, like, a month break and come back early February. I'm just giving you a heads up. That's the plan. Um, but, yeah, sometimes you just need to refuel, recharge. We want to, you know, create a set, get our shit together. You know, I mean, we, we're, I feel like we're doing better at planning these out, but we also want to get better at the Patreon stuff. You know, make sure to give you guys the content that you need. <laughs> and yeah, 
that's all. I hope this wasn't disappointing for anybody watching it. I've had fun. I lit a candle. I lit, I lit my salted caramel candle and everything. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I hope you guys have a happy fucking Halloween. And this is Mike and GTV alone saying you've been douched. Douche on Halloween. Halloween is a great time to get laid. I just wanted to say that last night. Halloween is a great time to get laid. Douche on Halloween. Just be safe. And you know, you don't wanna, just douche. Okay, bye. <laughs>